Hello, guys. Welcome. Welcome, folks. You know what time it is. You know what station you are tuning into. Again, welcome to the Young Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Angel, and I am so blessed and honored and thrilled to be here again on this platform. Um, like, like I said before, young has nothing to do with age. It's just that you have that, that fresh mindset uh, that you're thinking outside the box, that you're looking to to get to that next level, you're looking to connect with great-minded people, and I have been blessed for the past, uh, since April uh, 19th, that I launched this podcast. Uh, man, three months, two and a half months, three months has gone by so quick, man, and I am so glad that you guys are uh, supporting me, tuning in. Please share this content right now on Facebook. Uh, send me a friend request. If you're uh, not my friend, and I'll go ahead and... Uh, request you or accept you or whatnot on my youtube channel please subscribe to my channel uh go there comment like uh give me some feedback well what ideas you think um i should be coming up in the next season um pretty soon uh, by the end of this month of june i'm gonna be concluding uh this season one uh which has been a blessing about 16 episodes already in the books so i am grateful and blessed that god has given me uh the tools He's been equipping me with uh, great people, and I've been just lear learning down the road, you know, and just learning as it goes. So my advice to you, uh, if you want to do it on podcast, you're thinking of doing a podcast, first of all, yeah, it does consume some time. So make the time, but don't uh, don't be nervous or don't be uh, looking to see what you're going to be talking about, who you're going to be talking to, how you're going to just do it. And as, as you go down the road, you're going to be learning. Trust me, that happened to me. I was always, uh, um, I was that word uh, procrastinating, right? About how I was going to get started, etc., and whatnot. And I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Postponing, postponing. No, listen, just do it. Just start with your first episode, even if it's by yourself, just talking in the camera. Just do it. All right. So, guys, thank you again uh, for joining me on this episode. I am truly honored and blessed to be here again with a great invited guest. But before we do that, I just want to give you guys uh, some quick announcements. As you know, the audio download is going to be available on the Anchor app, okay, anchor.com, uh, which is brought to you by Spotify and Google Podcasts and also on iTunes, okay? So look me up there. Uh, look up the uh, Instagram. Here's my Instagram name, angelsantos75, and on Twitter under the same name, okay, guys? Uh, this is also brought to you by drymailbox.com. If you're in the Orlando area, you need a mailbox. Uh, contact me okay i can help you with that also my natural products i got my energy and my real vita man some great natural supplements so if you're into natural supplements trust me look no further go to that website go to the link and you're definitely going to find a great product there okay guys so with that being said guys um i'm honored and thrilled to have uh this special guest have you seen uh in the post you've seen this gentleman uh Great guy. I, I don't know him in a personal level, but I'm going to get to know him as we go uh, with this episode and with this show. OK, so Jason Greer, he's uh, also known as the employee whisperer. OK, he provides expertise and solutions for companies on how to empower and retain employees. That's very important. Employees and managers. OK, while also helping these systems to remain union free. He's going to give us more details about that. Also, Jason has been recognized. Listen to me carefully. As an employee labor relations and diversity expert by Forbes, the Wall Street Journal, the LA Times, ABC, CBS, Fox News, and many more. Jason has 
Uh, he was named one of the top entrepreneurs to watch in 2020 by Thrive Global. Okay, so look that up. And he's also the author of an amazing book, the Amazon number one best-selling book, People Matter Most. I'm going to have the details about that more. So let's welcome him to the show. Hey, Jason, what's going on, brother? How are hey, you, man? I'm doing great, Angel. How about you, buddy? I'm doing good, man. How was that intro? You think I did pretty good there? You give me uh, you, you nailed it, man. You got me hyped up. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? <laughs> you got That's me hyped, what it's brother. All about. Yes, That's sir. awesome, man. Listen, Jason, right now, he's in Los Angeles, California. We had a little thing with a time zone. And next thing you know, he's like, wait a minute, Angel's on the East Coast. Right. He's already ready. I'm over here three hours. Like, I got all the time <laughs> in the world. But hey, man, things happen for a reason. So, guys, he's there and he take the time. You see, that someone could have just said, hey, listen, uh, let's postpone. Let's reschedule. Give me an excuse. Something came up, blah, blah, blah. But no, this guy said, you know what? Let me pull over and let's do this. That's what it's all about. That's the mindset. Amen. That's the entrepreneurial mindset, man. Jason, thank you so much. It's a blessing to have you here. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I'm, I've been pumped about this all day. So yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad we were able to coordinate things, man. It's like okay. I said to you earlier, the content that you're putting out is awesome because we need more people who are out here doing something. You know, everybody's about building personal brands, but not everybody's about building a personal brand that impacts the lives of other people. Yeah. And so, man, thanks for having me on your show. This is Yes, great. man. You just resumed the whole, uh, the bio of the, what this podcast is. Like, like I said, you know, I, I prayed to God that I, I told God I, I, in my prayer, I said, listen, I want to connect with great minded people. Because I want to build a network with people. That's what it's, that's what it's all about. You know, when these platforms that you have, you could have them for a lot of reasons. But I wanted to really connect and hear stories about people, you know, how they started, how they because I'm I'm taking all the advice. Trust me, I listen to these podcasts over and over and I'm getting uh, a lot of education, you know, self, you know, investment. I like to invest in myself and like to listen to <laughs> to people that are already at that next level. I consider that, you know, people like you and other people have been. To the next level, and I I want to learn. I want to learn from you. I want my audience to learn from me. I want my audience to connect with you and whatnot. So we're gonna have fun, man. We're gonna have fun. So thank you for the time, Jason. Uh, real quick. So I know you're in Los Angeles right now. By the way, how's how's the weather over there? Is it hot? The traffic is crazy. <laughs> you know, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. So I'm actually in um, Huntington Beach right now, um, okay. heading out to Anaheim. Um, I've been doing this sort of whirlwind tour of of California, uh, working for one of my clients. So it's been, it's incredible. Oh, wow. I'm from St. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. So okay. I, will, I will take, I will take this weather over the humidity of St. Louis any day. I just wish I could <laughs> actually bring my wife with me. If I could bring my wife with me, that would, that would just make this the best journey ever. Get so, out of here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. hear you, man. So you're so, okay, let's start this. So you're from uh, St. Louis, Missouri. So you are right. born and raised in St. Louis. Yeah, born and raised in St. Louis, um, left in, I'm going to date myself here, left in 92 uh, to get my uh, bachelor's degree from Valparaiso University in Indiana. Um, graduated in 96, had no desire to stay in Indiana whatsoever. Um, came back to St. Louis to get a master's degree from Washington University in St. Louis. Um, did that, worked for a couple of years, uh, went to the University of Illinois to get another master's degree. Okay. And then um, joined the National Labor Relations Board as a board agent. I was a federal agent. And uh, it was in Region 14, which was in St. Louis. So my yeah. idea at the time, Angel, was that I was going to spend maybe a couple of years there and then move on to another city. Um, but you know how life goes, man. You end up, you end up where, where God really wants you to be, right? I know, so, I know. Yeah. 
So, so when you were growing up, let's let's start there. Um, when you were like in high school, like you you went to college and whatnot. So, what was yes, like your dreams, uh, admirations? Like, what is this something that you focus on? Of course, I always say this because this is an interesting question because you know we all had some kind of vision that we want to do something, but then life hits mm -hmm. us. You know, yes. things change, and then you go another firm route. But your goals are still there. How was that when you were growing up? Man, I'm gonna tell you something, Angel. I'm probably my journey has been probably the weirdest journey that you'll ever hear. So in terms of, you know, I read, I read so many success stories about these, you know, entrepreneurs, athletes, um, yeah. uh, 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 professionals who will tell you that they knew what they wanted to be when they were 14 years old and they pursued right. and all that stuff. I kind of call, I, I kind of question that to an extent because okay. when you're young, you have so many ideas. Like I want to be an astronaut. I can barely do math. Right. It doesn't make right, sense. Right. <laughs> You know, but so much of my life at that time was focused on what did I think my parents really wanted me, wanted me to be. Okay. And so um, the goal was that I was going to become an attorney. So okay. went to under went to Valparaiso University uh, undergrad. And I can tell this story because I've been incredibly successful on the other side. Yeah. I went to law school and I was 22 years old, had no idea. And I don't know how old you are. I'm 47. Yeah, I'm 46. Um, I'm going to be 46 next month. I'm from Gary, Indiana, by the way. Get out of here. So, you know, Valpo, man, I, I, worked yeah. at West High, I worked at Westside High School. Yeah, that's why we say Valparaiso. I was born in a Hobart uh, hospital. Oh, dude. It's, it's yeah. just, we were definitely destined to meet, right? Yeah, that's this, what I'm saying. That's, I think that's we, we clicked so well through uh, social media and Instagram. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, did you go to high school in uh, Gary? No, I, I was born there, but I was raised down here in Florida. And I went to Puerto Rico gotcha. for a couple of years. Yeah, but okay. I have a lot of cousins and families that are in Gary, Indiana and Hobart. Yep. Yeah, yeah, man. Gary, Gary's not for the week, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Not for the week. Yeah. You know, so, so my idea was, Angel, that... You know, graduated undergrad, went to law school, had no real desire to be in law school, but it was what was put out there for, you know, the, uh, the assumption was that I was going to become this attorney. And when I was 22 years old, and this is right around, this is the reason why I'm bringing up the date, it's right around the OJ trial, OJ Simpson trial. So, oh, you know, yeah. everybody's all about Johnny Cochran, these beautiful suits. He's, he always had that, you know, that old cell phone tied to his yeah. ear. And so yeah. the idea was, well, if I don't know what I'm going to be, everyone's yeah. told me to be an attorney. So let me go be an attorney. Got into law school when I'm 22 years old. I said 22 years old, but I was really 22 years young because then yeah. I'm in school with people who are, in their thirties and forties, which seemed ancient to me when I was in my twenties. Right. And they were on their second and third careers where I couldn't even figure out what I wanted to do. And so made it through my first year of law school, kind of, um, I was interning at, and I forgot the name of the law firm in Indianapolis. And my parents came to see me out of the blue. And it's never a good thing when your parents just show up without calling ahead of time. Right. Oh, yeah. And, and they came with a letter that said that I flunked out of law school. Ooh. So I will tell you that I had a lot of tears. A lot of tears were shed in that moment, but there was also a lot of relief that was felt because I hated law school and it was not the path that I wanted to go down. Um, okay. Through um, connections as well as having good grades, got into um, Wash University quickly within three weeks, um, got my master's degree in social work, um, graduated valedictorian went out there to be a social worker because I had this idea that I was going to cure poverty within 365 days, literally one year. Yeah. Right. 
But again, that's that's the attitude of the young that you can do anything and everything, and people are going to yeah, listen. Exactly. And then, I, then I got out there and got my butt <laughs> handed to me again, right? Yeah. Uh, worked in social work for a couple of years and decided, man, I knew I wanted to do something within the business world. Just had no idea what that thing was. And right. so I ended up getting my master's degree from, in um, human resource management with a focus on labor and industrial relations from the University of Illinois. Um, got hired as a board agent. And, you know, a lot of my classmates were going on to, you know, pretty decent corporate jobs straight out of uh, grad school. Okay. I went the government route which meant that I was not making nearly as much money as any of the people that I graduated with. But what I found with labor relations, Angel, is I found my sweet spot Mm. because it was close enough to the law that I didn't have to be an attorney. But it also allowed me to interact with people, which meant that I could take my social work skills and my natural heart for people and apply it in such a way that it was effective. Ended up after about three years, met this gentleman who was a consultant at the time, one of the top consultants in the country for uh, labor relations. He made me an offer. Went to go work, put my two weeks notice in, and everybody said I was crazy. I'm leaving this, you know, this protected job with these great yeah. benefits. What are yeah. you doing? I didn't care. I was 25, 26 years old. What did I what care about think? benefits? <laughs> exactly. right? I felt, I felt in, invincible, man. There's no way I was going to get hurt. Yep. And if I got hurt, that means I'm dying, right? So I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> so no one asked yeah. for my hospital bills, right? I uh, went to go work for him and discovered this world of consulting. And not only did I discover this world of consulting, I discovered that I was really good at it. Like I had a natural affinity for it. So, Angel, okay. I'm not the guy that you're going to call in for accounting help. I'm not the guy that you're going to call in to tend to a wound. But if you really want to understand your employees, call me in. It's just my natural affinity. So founded my company 2005 and okay. uh, with a hope and a prayer that we we're just going to make 30000 That was my hope. And 16 years later, uh, my company, we're now in the top 5% of employee relations consultants in the country. So it's, wow. been a, it's been a great ride, brother. Yeah, man. That's great, man. So so how, the, how did the name come up, the uh, Employee Whisperer? How did that come up? Uh, great question. I wish that I was creative enough to come up with it on my own, but that was actually what my clients started calling me. So, ah. because I have this innate ability and my consultants do as well to okay. get into a facility. So the facility can be burning down. And when I say burning down, it's all kinds of issues between management and employees. People can't, people are, are thinking about going to labor unions. They're thinking yeah. about quitting. And then I come in and I spend depending on the size of the organization, maybe a week, maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks. And okay. I help you to put the organization back together. Okay. So it was, it was one of those things where I would get these calls from people who I didn't know who they were um, saying, you just helped my colleague or, you know, a friend of mine at XYZ company and they're calling you the employee whisperer. Can you help me? And wow. It, just stu- it stuck, man. It stuck. Wow. So, and how long yeah. have you been there since 2006? Since 2005. 2005. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So that's mainly, um, so right now that's what you're doing right now, Jason. So you're doing, uh, you you know, you get calls from like corporate companies, right. And, and you right. go and you train now, how long, how long do you train? Like, does it depend how long they want you there or is like a one day thing? Yeah. Great question. It's all situational. It's all okay. situational. So for when we do diversity management training, um, and that's really steeped, 
Um, I was very fortunate. We wrote a book called um, Bias, Racism, and the Brain with my co-author, Phil Dixon, uh, which okay. just which hit um, Amazon number one bestseller as well as an international bestseller. Wow. But um, the diversity training that we do is all brain-based. So that okay. those trainings are generally about a day long. Uh, but when we come in to do the employee engagements, the assessments, it's probably generally about a week. Okay, about a week. Okay, yeah, cause right. it's it's important because I've I've been in that field, you know, when you know working, um, and and a lot of a lot of um corporations, you know, and companies, they don't they they train you. I, I mean, I'm giving you my opinion. They they train you mm -hmm. to, you know, learn how to work the way the system their systems are already working, and when I, and then you know you jump right. in and you learn and you get that training. But as far as like training to empower and to retain that mm -hmm. those are some key words like what is your opinion uh, on that i think it's everything i i think that angel i completely agree with you that there are a lot of employers who unfortunately did not put the thought leadership around what are we exactly. going to do to empower and retain our employees and it's come back to bite them because yeah, now because you, you start seeing a lot of a lot of turnover, people in and out quitting. And I worked for right. a call center, for example. I don't want to say the name of the company, but I worked for the call center, and I learned there a lot of leadership because very few of the managers would actually team up with, you know, myself and some other group, and they will give us those uh, empowerment tools, you know, to try to discover your potential. But a lot of the corporate, you know, managers they're not into. It. They're just like this. Okay, learn the system, get to work, clock in and clock out, and that's it. Yeah, part of it is everything today is so metrics driven, right? It's all yeah. about the numbers. Exactly. And part of the challenge is that maybe the managers you're dealing with were middle managers. Mm. And so it becomes a manager's crunch, right? The management crunch. It's yeah. you have the underside, which is the employees who are putting stress on the middle managers. You have the top level, the executives who are putting stress on the middle managers. And the middle managers really don't have a lot of time or flexibility or the emotional bandwidth to please okay. everybody. So then it yeah. comes down to what can I do to drive the numbers? But here's where the challenge is coming in, Angel, is that okay. you? I don't care where you go. There are few companies, there are few industries on the face of this planet right now who don't have help one it signs up in some shape or form. Okay because of COVID, because they had to lay people off, because of furloughs. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, the popular saying today is that people just don't want to come back to work because they're getting um, uninsurance or insurance or uh, um, unemployment. I'm sorry. Unemployment. Yeah. Right. But the statistics don't bear that out. No. Right? It doesn't bear it out. And I'm not saying that there aren't people who are living right now out there uh, unemployment, but Angel there are a lot of people saying, I don't want to come back to the workplace. If that means that I'm going to come back to being abused by the very yeah. workplace that claims that they need. Me, right? And I think that's, 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 that's one side. I think that's one positive side of this pandemic that we learned, you know, to bring out something positive in my opinion is that, for example, I, you know, I, I've been working independently with a friend of mine and, you know, I run some of his businesses and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I left the banking industry, but I've seen some people that now, they, they know what it's like to be more freelance and be more yes. creative and doing, you know, maybe their own business, their own brand, kind of like what I've been doing now. So, you know, that's my opinion on that, too, is that the, mm -hmm. the, the pandemic did bring the potential. Some people saw their potential. It's like, wait a minute. I don't have to go back 
to work, you know, or or sell my time, you know, for money, I could actually do something independent, you know? Absolutely. Oh, your audio went your audio went down. Yeah, okay, there. There now. Okay? Yeah. 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 I think I completely agree with you. I think there's another side of it is that during the pandemic, when people weren't able to work, they still made a way to pay their bills. Right? Exactly. They made a way to live off of less, but to have more freedom to do more. Yeah. Right. So it's hard to take once you give people a sense of freedom mm. and the idea that they can do it. Why would I come back to a job where I get treated like I'm a piece of garbage? <laughs> or you are they can replace you in a heartbeat. You're you're just a number. They'll replace you're, you. You're just sure. a number. But you know, we people beat up a lot on management in terms of how management treats people. Yeah. Let's talk about the customers. Because if you go to Chipotle, you know, it's nothing to see a customer berating a you know a Chipotle team member just because they forgot to put the salsa on the burrito bowl. <laughs> yeah. Or the the videos that are streaming right now, the number of flight attendants who are getting beat up by oh, yeah. passengers, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Why would I want to come back to that? So I think there's an onus right now on this is what I'm really pushing my clients to understand. Okay. The onus is on you to create the type of work environment, not you know, the type of work environment where people are not just recognized and respected, but people are also protected. Meaning you have their back. Yeah. Because customers these days, there's this level of entitlement that people feel, well, yes, you might have played, paid for your plane ticket. Yes, you might have paid for that Chipotle bowl. But understand, these are still people that you're interacting with, and they deserve respect from you. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Absolutely, Jason. Man, that's, that's an awesome uh, tip on that. That's, I appreciate that. So right now, so right now you're in LA based on uh, a client that called you, correct? And that's yes, sir. how you get involved and you travel. What other, have you traveled outside of the country, for example? You know, only for, only for pleasure, man. Only for pleasure. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> only, only for pleasure. I, I have a wife who is uh, prior to our, our marrying each other, was a world traveler. So she's introduced me to a whole nother life, man. Oh, world travel. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. One of my yeah. dreams is to go to Europe. I want to go to Europe, Italy and, and visit out there. That's one of my dreams for my wife and I. So listen, uh, speaking about this book, cause I have this book here, uh, people matter most, right? Right. Um, Talk to us about that. Uh, this book in specific here, uh, "People Matter Most" is the number one uh, in Amazon right now. Um, yes, give us, give us, how did that come about? That book, you know, really. And, and I'm so sorry to do this to you because unfortunately I might have to uh, tie this up about the next five minutes because I, okay. I have to go meet the client, and okay. I do apologize for that. No problem. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll schedule again. Don't worry. Yeah, that'd be great. But uh, the book really came from a collaboration with uh, Mason Dukacek and Ken Lynch. Uh, okay. Mason is a sales, uh, you know, sales marketing guy. Uh, Ken is his PhD. I want to say in human resources management. And then I brought the labor relations side to it. Okay. And where the three of us are sitting around one day talking about the fact that corporations need to do a better job of understanding that people matter most. And, ah, okay. but it's one, it's one of those things that you can talk about it all day long, but it's another thing when you actually put it out there. So exactly. that's where it came from. That's when we put the book together. Um, wonderful okay. collaboration. Um, it was a lot of fun. Okay, good. So they could find that anyone who wants that could find it on Amazon too, right? Right. I'm gonna share that. I'll share that on Facebook. By, by the way, do you have a Facebook? I don't see you on the Facebook. 
you know, great, more of a personal page. Um, oh, okay. I don't, I don't okay. do a lot. I don't do a lot of uh, Facebook marketing just because the, the market in okay. terms of what I do for a living is so saturated. Yeah. Ah, yeah. got you. Got you. No, right. no, it's okay. Cause I, I thought it was me. I'm like, how come I can't find them? I find the other ones, but I couldn't find you there. So, you know, hey, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what though. I'll send you over a couple links. If you'd be okay with it, I'll email it to yeah. you. Yeah. That'd okay. be great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jason, man. Thank you so much for the time. It's a privilege and an honor for me to have you here. So we're, don't worry, man. Now we're going to reschedule. Do you have a, uh, are you going to be working on another book anytime in the future? You know, I am. So um, just okay. to share with you, uh, our book, Bias, Racism, in the Brain, blew up bigger than uh, myself and my co-author ever believed it would. So my next book is going to be focused on employee relations. That'll be out definitely next year. Okay, perfect. Then yeah. we'll, before that, we'll come out and uh, and talk a little bit more about that book so we'll get that uh, out there, promoted hey. and all that. But I want to say something to you directly, right? You're okay. you're a wonderful interviewer, great presence. I'm going to be watching you because I have a feeling that what you're doing this is just this is just a little tip of the iceberg, brother. You're going to blow up, man, because you have the heart for it. You have the heart for people. Get ready for the ride, because when <laughs> when, when when God yeah. puts those blitz, you know those that that, that uh, rocket blaster on you, just get ready because yeah. it's going to go. Amen, okay? brother. Amen. I receive that, man. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. I'll keep you in the prayers. Everything All goes right. well with you on your trip. Uh, back when, when are you going back to Missouri? Um, prayerfully next week. I say okay. prayerfully because it's been a, I've been on the road nonstop for probably about five months, man. And wow. we're, only, we're only in month six. So yeah. yeah. Wow. So you have a busy schedule. Hey, man, blessings right. to you, your family. And uh, we'll get, we'll be in touch. And awfully, obviously through social media, we keep in touch. So you got my number, man. So we'll keep in touch. All right. Most definitely. Keep killing it, brother. I believe in you. All right, man. I believe in you too, man. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate, right. time. Take care. appreciate your words, man. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye. Be safe. Well, um, there it is, brothers and sisters and friends and family. Um, wow. Yeah. Those words are very awesome. I am very honored and blessed. Like I said, um, Jason, uh, he followed my content on Instagram and whatnot. And he wrote to me and I thought that I had wrote to him. I had, you know, reached out to him actually to be on this podcast. But he said that he actually found my contact. He was interested in the title, the name and the concept. And yeah, I'm just here to, you know, have fun. If, you know, if, if it goes a different route later on, then so be it. You know, God is if it's, if it's in God's plan, then it's it'll go. It'll go through. So thank you, guys. Um, once again. You know, he busy man, busy man. And when people have to do what they got to do, they got to run, you know, and and that's great. That's what entrepreneurship is all about is you're running on a tight schedule and sometimes time uh, <laughs> betrays you and gets you a little bit out of routine and whatnot. But but great man, Jason uh, Greer, look him up on Facebook. I'm sorry, Instagram, um, Twitter. And uh, look up his book, People Matter Most, Amazon number one bestseller. Uh, that's an awesome uh, book. Uh, the title, I haven't read it yet, but I'm going to look it up and I'm going to purchase it and read into it and learn more about him. So, guys, in the future, I'm going to have him again. And uh, it was it was a privilege and honor, man, to have him. I'm 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 a little <laughs> I'm a little thrown off there with uh, what he said. So um, I know that's that's God speaking to me and whatnot. But. I want to leave you guys uh, with a positive word. As you always know, at the end of my podcast, I like to share something with you. 
And it's in Proverbs 27, 1 and 2. And it says, do not boast about tomorrow. For you do not know what's a day, what a day may bring. Let someone else praise you. <laughs> this is crazy. And your own and not and not your own mouth. An outsider and not your own lips. You know, I, I posted that earlier because I was meditating on that word. And this gentleman does not know me. And he just uh, gave me some words and praised what I was doing. So there it is, guys. So what can I say? Another great episode. It was something different, something short, but uh, something because of his tight schedule. But we all, I understand that. And I hope you guys understand that. So the audio download is going to be available shortly. I'm going to have all the links as usual on my Facebook, uh, Twitter account, Instagram. So guys, thank you for joining me here live through Instagram and Twitter, guys. Be safe and I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you on the next episode of the Young Entrepreneur Mindset. Be safe. God bless. Peace out.